And welcome back, everyone. You're listening beyond the official narrative on our Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. This is hour two of Beyond the Official Narrative. It is the 29th day of February 2024. Uh, hey, it's leap day, ain't it? How about that? Oh, everybody take a leap. <laughs> and here we are. I want to remind you all that RBN is listener supported, so please uh, help keep free speech alive. I'm honored today to have as my guest Mr. Paul uh, Topete, a musician and activist from long time ago. He's a little younger than me, and uh, you were talking about the '90s earlier. I remember how the '90s were before the World Wide Web really took off. I would go to gun shows and stuff, and then the, I had a Paladin Press, you know, catalog and Loom Panics, and things were different then, but. You know, the COINTEL Pro was out there then, too, and that's that's a very frustrating thing I've learned about since I've been doing this this thing here. That 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 can be hard to take sometimes. You know, when you know you're sincere and you want to fight for your people and you want freedom, you want rightful liberty and you want to protect your family. Uh, and it's very frustrating when you know that there's not uh, uh, everybody's not as. Uh, I don't know how to put it as sincere or uh, honorable as they appear. I know you probably dealt with that yourself, sir. The music industry is so replete with it. I mean, where else could you be sued for sounding like yourself, like Mr. Fogarty was? I mean, it's just ridiculous. For me, the the 90s, late 80s were finding out uh, about Mark Kernke, American Peril, John Statmiller, the radio that they had at that time together, uh, Militia Montana, John Trockman, the militias, man, you know, 93, the bombing, well, the murders of the uh, the Branch Davidians, that was 93, yes. 95, was, yes. uh, the self-inflicted wound at Oklahoma City where the government bombed itself and blamed, you know, every, everybody and anybody that they could, man, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, we did it to ourselves, like we, like every other false flag. Ninety three was also um, when uh, we bombed our own towers in the uh, World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, my company that I was working for at the time, Chadwick Telephone, got a bomb warning from it sounded like a black woman warning that the next day there would be a bomb going off between twelve and two. Don't be in there. Get out. And the next day, the bomb went off, the truck bomb went off inside the uh, World Trade Center, one or two, I forget which one it was. And Mm -hmm. uh, FBI stopped by our telephone company and made a copy of the recording. I made a copy of the recording and then used it for a song on our fourth disc called Forces. Oh. I got to put the bomb. Yeah, I got to put the bomb warning before the the song. I sat on it for 10 years. The song came out in 2003. I'll have to, I'm gonna have to hear that. That's that's interesting. You know, they videoed the quote unquote terrorist mixing the explosives. I mean, it just how obvious it is. They were doing a fundraiser as one way to look at it. I've heard it called a fundraiser in that movie, The Long Kiss Goodnight. But this is a long plan they've got to completely destroy this nation. And we got to stop it somehow. I mean, you have to do it on an individual level. We can't fix it. I don't think that this system can fix this system. 
I, I, that's why I, I call myself a thought criminal. I, we got to find a different way to live, and I'm working on it uh, one person at a time. I'm very humbled by the people that I have met who are of the tribe of truth, okay? Put it that way, that the tribe that wants to wage peace and doesn't want to bomb the uh, people on the other side of the world, you know, just wants to live in peace with their family. And they've destroyed the family, too. Oh, man, I I saw it happen uh, even more started in my generation a few years before. Let's collect lovers like butterflies and everybody go get high in the park and, and no commitment to anything. And now men and women don't trust each other. And, you know, it's just it's very difficult to have a cohesive male-dominated, male-led, especially white Christian family. You, We're the demons, you know? We, we are the problem. The and, demons, we uh, are the demons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's hard to stay sane in an insane world when everybody else is insane around you. With the whole woke thing, diseases and you don't know what gender you are, you're 57, shades of mental illness. Yeah. It's okay. The cleansing's coming, brother. Yes. Um, Seriously. Well, well um, I, I I do have uh, another caller. Uh, another it's another host on RBN, uh, 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 Mr. Luca Mino. Uh, Luca, did you have a comment here for Mr. Uh, Topete? I I was. This was quite a coup. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, go ahead. And if anyone else could would like to call, it's five one two two four eight eight two five two. That's a good number for me, man. Yes, sir. Please go. Please what go happened? ahead. Uh, what happened yeah, to the nine four four three number? <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, the, the nine four four three was a long, long time number that I used to call in on. There we go. There we go. Okay, howdy. Thanks. Yeah, you have a comment? Did I have a uh, comment? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you want to add to uh, you, Pete? I have Paul to Pete here, a, mus- a fellow musician who has been putting out a lot of uh, – he does Freedom Palooza. Uh, we've been talking about the 90s and Pat Con and some of the, the music that he's put out – he actually had included uh, the bomb warning that his company got before the 93 World Trade Center in a in a song. I don't know if you uh, – uh, Poker Face is the name of the band. Uh, huh. Never heard of them. No. <laughs> well, you will. Yeah, well, you will band, now, so. but that, that goes to show you, you know, because unless – if you – they shadow ban us. They they don't want uh, this truth to get out. If you go against the official narrative, they will just stomp on you. They John K uh 
I think may have been uh, messed with some. John Fogarty definitely was, and Tom Petty, Tommy James, and the Shondells before that. And that oh, yeah. was more that was more the mob leaning on them, I think, than it was a political thing. But once you start to get political, and you want, uh, you know, you want to come against the war, especially you come against the war and the military industrial complex. Hey, mm-hmm. you're the enemy. When you're called Michael Jackson and you own over 70% of Sony and you write songs like they don't care about us and yeah. Yes. Hey, let me ask you this, Pete. What do you think that there is a resurgence now of protest music and people because the, the rich men north of Richmond and I've heard some other things. Uh, this oh Lucas uh, or Thomas Lucas. Ah, uh, he's a rapper guy. I can picture what he looks like, but his name escapes me. And he did. Uh, unfortunately, he did one with Ben Shapiro too. But I heard another one called "This Is Not Your America Today" that really struck me well too. Do you think there's going to be an upsurge in that and i think it's a good weapon for us to use i think it's a it's a white pilling kind of thing because the battle is for the minds of the young people yes and you know what i think uh go around the halls of the high schools and what do you see you see kids learning the rap lyrics by heart Talking about stuff, what's going on in the world, you know, I I don't know any rap songs, but like, you know, you know, talking about the brother doing this to another brother and what's happening with, you know, Monsanto or something. You can use anything you want. That's what the I think the rappers are teaching the young generation in their own world how to reach them. That's the perfect way. And then they go around learning the songs by heart and just chanting them. Yeah, I hope that it red pills some of them. And we have another caller, uh, Max in New York. Max, thanks very much for the call, sir. You have a question for uh, Paula or uh, either of us here? Thank you for listening. Are you with us, Max? I met Paul Tepetti at Mr. Brown's. I made a trip up from New York to New Hampshire to see Poker Face. You know, I, I was like, oh, you know, I wouldn't go there otherwise to hang out and protest. But I figured because the band was there, I'm, in, I'm into the music. I was like, cool. I had an opportunity to drive 150 miles to check these guys out, smoke a little weed, and see what was going on. I only stayed for a couple hours. I kind of got in, got out, saw the Poker Face concert. And um, they had the most annoying helicopter flying around constantly for <laughs> The few hours I was there, I was like, you know, they they were up in the air literally until they, like, ran out of gas, and then they would refuel and come back. And that like, was FEMA. I, I was going to say, yeah, it wouldn't happen to be a black just, helicopter, would it? <laughs> yeah, it was FEMA. I don't know even oh, know if it matters man. at this point, but I was like, well, what could have we have done? I was like, well, I invented in my mind, you take a drum hoop, like 22-inch drum hoop, and you, you stretch mylar over it. And you put a vacuum on the back, so you can put a, you pull the, draw the air out, so now you're, you're making a parabola if it's airtight, right? So mm-hmm. if everyone had these mylar parabolas shined at the helicopter, you would have probably mm-hmm. disoriented the helicopter. Yeah, it'd be like Archimedes' weapon there, you know, the Greek fire exactly, almost, wouldn't it? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the, brass, the brass parabola. Self-defense. Terrific idea. <laughs> I like the way you think, uh, but, Max. You're a definite thought criminal. Uh, so, but I wanted—I was trying to contact um, Paul 
because I, I know he's into the homesteading thing, and I'm kind of looking for, you know, a Christian intentional community where everybody's gardening. So I was kind of like wondering what the homesteading, maybe near, you know, I got to get out of New York. It's killing me. I'm being oh, held yeah. hostage by this corruption that's like mind-blowing without getting into it. So I'm like, my future plan is to go where I can homestead and grow some food, and I just want a little A-frame with a wood stove, a cat, and a dog. Be left alone. But I want to be near people. See, I I heard him him talking to Rick Adams. I think that's what... I think that's what made me want to contact him, because I know, you know, I'm into rock and roll, too, but you got to grow food. Amen. Yes, sir. I, I That's my dream. My uh, current goal and dream is own an RV park where I have a, you know, a, a block building that's a meeting house with a laundromat and, and maybe a little uh, cafe kind of thing there. Uh, and the people in the RV park are like minded, so to speak, with garden spots and all that. That's our goal. We're starting to work toward that now. And, you know, I, I know a lot of other people are interested. I mean, that's the trend, and I'm really glad to hear you say that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah um, Paul, where are you located? What's your opinion of all that about homesteading and, say, um, racial localism is another way that Mr. Richard Carey puts it? I just say get the hell out of the cities, man. Find a friend that you have that lives in the woods and start there. Start with somebody that you know. Now there's two of you and grow. Yeah. Absolutely. We got this unusual Orthodox Jewish population buying up all the foreclosures and taking over everything. And I'm in this weird legal position with the family in the probate holding everything up. My brother's out of his mind, satanic. (laughs) And I, you know, other than him, I can't understand him other than he's been drinking chronically for like four or five decades. And he's a complete mess. And the judges awarded him executorship, and everything's just going right down the toilet and wasting three years of my life. Oh, Max, I have such empathy for you. I I apologize for speaking over you, but I cared for my mom the last 10 years of her life, and her family stabbed me in the back so bad. It's hard to deal with betrayal that close to home. You know, I I understand that, but we have got to – don't let it get you down, brother. The future's well, unwritten, no, no, no. and the time is always now. Yes. I know somebody said something about I got the cross on my back. I, I'm not stopping until they either kill me or I follow through with it all. I mean, I don't know how much time we got. We've we got about, about a year left. Do you know what they uh, say? Do you, know, do you know what they say? They say, um, uh, like the Native Americans, okay. just... Live like you're, uh, like like this is your last day, okay? Right. And do do that's what you do Sioux best. Said, that's why the Sioux say this is a good day to die. You live it like exactly. it's your last day. Okay. That's uh, okay. you're you're uh, you're exactly right. Um, Russell Means said it was a good day to die because he also said welcome to the reservation because that's okay. what what they did to the Indians is what they're doing today. What they did to the New Zealanders, they did to the Australians. What they're doing to what Israel is doing to Palestine, it's the same thing. It's not the hey, Israelis. On the reservation, dude. Uh, <laughs> yes. But uh, the difference is, that, is, you know, most most people are armed. I don't have guns anymore because I'm broke. I sold everything. So I'm sure some dude, if it comes down to it, might stick one in my hands. But, you know, I'm trying to, like, get through this, you know, peacefully. And, you know, 
But these Orthodox Jews are unbelievably predatory. They got mm-hmm. everybody paid off. The building inspector allows them to gaslight you, like putting lights up on the house and shining light. Like where you, I'm up on the mountain in the woods, but they helicopter, yeah. So they got these high intensity LED lights shining up, lighting up the whole neighborhood. Yep. I complained about it. And they're not doing nothing about it. Of course not. They're the ones behind it. <laughs> of course, because they all yeah. got paid off, and they're being told to like you know gaslight these mother effers off the mountain so we can move in. Oh. Oh, you know, they've been doing that to Frederick uh, Blackburn up in Boone, North Carolina, too, with the exactly. Appalachian State and around here. OK, in, in the upstate South Carolina, where I am, it's it, it's disgusting. It's like uh, well, Warsaw Pact countries fleeing. The blue cities are fleeing here and they're going to bring it with them. You know, the time to make a stand is 10 years ago. But the sooner we do it. The better it'll be. We've got yeah, to. But I'm Stephen, Stephen, we have to. I'm surprised they went out that far. People are complaining they're moving into Pennsylvania. I'm like, geez, they just started moving west, uh, and then you, uh, you know, you got uh, Blackbird complaining about the chicken swingers. I'm like, you serious? Uh-huh. You know, my friend well, yeah, that- security. My friend did security at uh, Meadowland Stadium a few years ago. And they had a big powwow packed with the Orthodox Jews. Like, I think every Jew on the planet of import was there. And they were basically saying all our algorithms are in place, and now we can move forward with our little communitarian plans and take over oh, yeah. all rural small towns with our effing Jew lawyers. And the Bar Association is a Jewish organized crime syndicate. That's why I call it the Bar Mitzvah Association. <laughs> I love it. Love yeah, it. yeah, and you're... You're right, that communitarian thing is coming in under the guise of governance instead of they're replacing your government with governance. And you're a slave, okay? We're on their plantation again. That's what they're building, a digital uh, prison for us with these little uh, uh, smartphones we got here in the grid. And we got to find a way to turn that around on them somehow. I'm working toward that. There's a guy uh, named Sean Terrio at his website is mark37.com and he talks ghost phone and other ways, strategies that we can employ. And it's hard to unplug from this beast. Yes, sir, please go ahead. God's going to take care of it with one EMP blast from the sun like the Carrington event in the 1800s. It'll fry everything. <laughs> well, It'll set everything back to zero. You oh, could right. be right about you know, that. In the end, God wins. Right. Okay. Amen. Hey, so, thanks you know, very much for the call, Max. I really appreciate well, I just you listening. Want to say one quick, yeah. Let me say so, one right quick ahead. thing. Mm-hmm. I wrote up charges of genocide from the Jews against the white race, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a link to the blog under the the archive of this show tonight. You guys can go oh, in and read all the, the third part is all the quotes ever listed by Jews stating how the white race needs to be eradicated. Uh, to me, it's like, that's it. It's the nail in the coffin. For me, this is 30 years, 10 years of research putting this okay. little blurb together. I'm always expanding it, but I'm going to post that on your show. Thank you for your time. I Paul, appreciate you, Max. You can also locate me like on Facebook, Gab, and Twitter, and Telegram. It, it's just oh, Stephen White. What's, what what's on? What's what's your handle on Gab? 
uh, Stephen Whitener. There's a picture of me with a uh, Don't Tread on Me and a St. Andrew's Cross on it. My long white right. hair. You, you, you'll see me. I'll look for you. And, uh, Paul, it was nice talking to you. Luke, I'll talk to you soon. Remember, let's do the Monica thing. Yo, man. And, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, you can hit me on Truth under my name, Paul Tepetti. I actually post under my real name. Uh, on uh, Truth. Uh, oh, on, are you on Gab? No, on Truth. On Truth. Oh, Truth Social, yeah. Okay. Oh, is that, yes. is that uh, Trump's? Yeah. Oh, okay, very good. Gentlemen, you have a good night. Thanks Thank very much for Take the call, care. sir. Uh, next up, I have Bobby in Florida. Thank you for the call, sir. Hello, Bobby. Do we have Bobby? I saw a video of Kid Rock on Joe Rogan saying that they uh, should kill all the Palestinians kill all the Palestinians until they let up with the hostages. He said we should nuke them just like we did Japan, Nagasaki. So everybody out there, Kid Rock fans, you know what? Uh, can't Maybe can't boycott Israel, but maybe you can boycott him. I can't stand a guy. I never liked him anyway. So I don't know. Yeah, He's about politics anyway. and music. Huh? Dude, he said, you know, man. I, I, I saw him with some Bud Light after he supposedly blew it up with his guns, man. He goes with the flavor of the moment, man. He's trying to be a has-been yep. again. Yeah, well, I, I, agree I never with really you guys. the guy anyway. It just kind of shows you who he works for. And he, he was bragging about really? hanging around at Bohemian Grove, too. He was hanging, hanging around there talking about he was hanging around with, I don't know, Pelosi's or somebody. Or I just saw a clip of it, and it kind of like kind of got under my skin. I don't know. I just, I'm not a big, never was a big fan of his anyway. I kind of thought he was kind of. I don't know. I just uh, thought I'd share that with everybody. Thank you. Yeah, he okay. was a corporate product, I think, man, more than anything else. It's very hard to find organic, real music anymore. You know, I, one band that I think really was organic that grew, I, I saw Jackal form at AJ's Rock and Roll Emporium back in the 80s when Jesse James Dupree was PG 13 and Jackal was a metal cover band. And man, when they got together, that was good. <laughs> I really liked that one. And I love music. You know, I'm honestly uh, frustrated rock and roll DJ more than anything else. Uh, Paul Kaminsky said all of us radio guys are just frustrated stand-up comics, but with me, it's the rock and roll more than anything else. I've always loved the music and and would have uh, pursued that had I not been making uh, uh, money as a you know, in a lab and didn't want to take the chance back then. And then Aquatech happens, and I'm on disability for, you know, 20-something years. So Mr. Richard Carey wants to interview me, so here I am, and I am grateful to be alive, y'all. I really appreciate RBN and being able to do this. It just – I've met a lot of people who are more aware that I knew we – we're out there. I think if the truth be known, it's a good chance we might surround them. You know, we just don't know it. They have us bamboozled to feel like we're alone. And I don't believe we are. You know, they got to that guy. I don't, we're in the majority, uh, Chi- Yes, sir. Uh, Chicago, uh, Ray, was it, who was going to lead the boycott uh, in New York? Somebody got to stand up. Where are the men in this country that are left? I 
quit looking for a leader. I want to become one. I want to fight these guys. I want you're us the leader to you've been win. Amen. I agree, and I I, I appreciate you coming on. And, and are you going to be playing music? Uh, at, uh, you said twenty twenty five. Do you do uh, local gigs uh, uh, where you are? Are uh, we, we just private party right to- now? Pretty much. Oh. Um. Uh, Stephen, you want to tell him if he ever needs a drummer to call me? All righty, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Sixty-five, uh, no, six, sixty-year drummer, uh, percussion player, bass player. I have the bass and I have the keyboards at home with a nineteen nineties R five drum machine from Roland. <laughs> so oh you know, my God, ancient man. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm getting back. I'm getting back to the keyboards with, with the the ancient MIDI, the MIDI system. Really cool. Oh, yeah. In the nineties, yeah, I got a Jupiter six. Yeah, rolling. I remember those, but that oh. was a little after me. I, I, I'm more a guitar oriented guy, but I do remember the MIDI, and I remember when the Moogs first came out. Man, that sounded like something that had n- never been heard before when it first um, came around. It Steven, was amazing to me. Steven, yeah. let me tell you something. I, I have a combination of the Korg. M1, if you remember the Korg M1. Yeah, uh, I remember the M1. Okay, I have what's called the M1R, which is the the uh, the brains of it without Rack the keyboard. Mount. So you, you MIDI Rack that you MIDI that with your Roland XP10, and let's say you're, you're, you want a really nice piano sound. I've been working on my piano sound because I grew up with a Steinway six-foot ba- uh, baby grand in the living room. So yeah, with, the, with the top I open. The baby, yeah, okay? Yamaha. Wow. This is Steinway Baby Grand with, with the, uh, the the lion feet they had in the 60s, the old style. <coughs> so that's what I, I built for a sound, but between the M1 and and the uh, the Roland. So maybe I'll learn how to record it on on computer, and then I'll, I'll be able to play it. Down to 432 right now. That's my new project. It's beautiful, you know. I think it's a great strategy to employ the music because that will go after the minds of the young, and and that's where the battleground is uh, in the colleges and younger now. It only takes one generation to wipe a people out. One generation stops reproducing, and hey, no more no more white people. Yeah, that's their plan. I believe they're working on well, this the one. Thing is, it's the crazy really, that they can reproducing really. It's the yeah. crazies not reproducing. It's the crazies that took the shot. They're basically doing doing us all the favor anyway, man. All the smart people that I know listened to me, didn't take the vax. The ones that got sick took the ivermectin, HCQ, uh, chlorine cool. dioxide. We got fenbendazole now. We got finasteride. We got uh, flu fluvoxamine. We got nidazosinide. We got so many anti-parasites to go after these things that they're going to be releasing on mm-hmm. us. It's like, bring it on. Bring it on. I, I heard Kill there's a... Panicure, I think, was the latest thing for a cancer treatment, too, that was working. Anything that cures is suppressed. They want Uh, you to be a long-time customer. They want you to suffer. They got pills for all your ills as long as you you buy a lifetime supply of magic potions. That's in John Kay's endless commercial song. I think he Uh might be a little political, too. I always liked John Kay, too. I saw him once at AJ's Rock and Roll Emporium. And we we started talking about Mark Farner, you and I, uh, earlier. 
I was very impressed by this uh, near-death experience he had. If he, if he happens to hear this, Mr. Farner, I, it inspired me a great deal, and I know my listeners would really love to hear it if you would uh, could relate it to them. I mean, if you're listening, man, call Call in, uh, you know, 512-248-8252. But if you're willing to, to discuss it in the future, please get in touch with me. And here's the bottom of the hour break, folks, and then we'll come back for some more callers after. Thanks so much, Thought Criminals. Be right back. the truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth do you truly want to stay out of the system are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the iraqi dinar if not then put your money where it belongs in your possession not in the hands of an international mlm cartel at kettle moraine limited we will provide you with the finest swiss minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24 karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing gold backing The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else, tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. My name is John, the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. 
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Beyond the Official Narrative on Republic Broadcasting Network. And before we get to the next callers, uh, I would like to ask – I want to mention this again. We mentioned it the first hour and let uh, both of you guys comment on it again. This guy burned himself alive in front of the embassy, and I remember that sparking the Arab Spring, and it seemed to be legitimate, not some false flag to me. Just what is your guys' impression of that just before we take the next caller? Um, thanks for having me on the show, first of all. It's an honor to be with you. Can I just rewind for a minute? Okay. Uh, Cynthia McKinney's first run for Congress, uh, 1992. She was the first person who said, during my first campaign for Congress, the very first thing I was asked to do is sign a pledge of loyalty to Israel. I refused to do the pledge, and I was the first to blow the whistle on me being a U.S. citizen, having to pledge my allegiance to a foreign country. Because America does not have any power. Uh, Israel has been running America's foreign relations uh since before the USS Liberty, and you know, and they were told, you know, no, Israel take, you know, Israel controls foreign policy for America, not America. Okay, very quickly, who uh, who were in the cabinet in Israel? Can you guess where they're from? I'm not going to name them all, but uh, from Benjamin Netanyahu to most of them, uh, Poland, Ire- President of Israel comes from Ireland. Okay, Poland. Serbia, Ukraine, Morocco, Iraq, Morocco, 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 USA. Former Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, USA. Ehud Olmer, Iraq. I'm, I'm sorry, Ukraine. Okay, we're getting mm-hmm. the idea. The people mm-hmm. we grew up with, Ariel Sharon, Russian. Okay, Ehud Barak, Lithuanian. Basically, um, this guy, Aaron Bushnell... He, he actually said, I'm an, I'm an active duty member of the United States Air Force. I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I am about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what the people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of the colonizers, it's not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal for all of us. Welcome to America. America's next. Okay. That's the what USSA. I'd like to say in his yeah. honor, okay? Mr. Thank Bushnell, you. he arrives at the Israeli embassy, positions his camera, you know, calmly walks up to the gate, pours some kind of flammable liquid on him from a metal canister over his head, puts his hat on, and he's fighting with the lighter. I, know, I haven't seen it yet. I'm not sure if I want to. And he lights himself up, and while he's dying, he's screaming, Free Palestine. Okay. Uh, you know what? We need more people like that. We need more people like him that are ready, like the indigenous warriors did uh, in, in the not-so-distant past. That's what they did for the women and children and, and the next generations. They were ready to give their life for perfect strangers. Stephen? Yeah, but thank you for the for that. I, you know, it was, it was startling, and it, it's a very stark sign of the times to me, it seems. What do you think about that, Paul? Did, did me? What I've heard yeah, from the guy well, was he's in FIFA. He made fun of his fellow servicemen when they when they died. Uh, I heard more of the uh, the other angle. Um, oh, interesting. I, you know, I feel for Palestine. Trust me, I, I'm definitely not on Shinrail's side. 
you know, because basically they're not they're not Judites. They're Ashkenazi Kazars posing as Judites. And uh, I'd rather they go back to Ukraine since Ukraine's been decimated of the male population. They can move back to the snake kingdom that they came from. You know, King Gulan in 748 AD changed them all into, uh, into Talmudists, Kabbalists, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's what they are now. Oh. 97.5% are not even any Israelite blood in them. I think the, no, exactly. the Palestinians have more, have, yeah. have more Israelite blood in them than those posing as uh, Jews. Oh, no, no. The Israeli cabinet has absolutely no DNA from the region. They're implants. They're artificial oh, implants. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. All the supplies have a little well, bit hey, of, of the Levitical blood in them. I see we've got another couple of callers lining up, fellas, but thanks for that. It startled me, and I, I, I don't want people to burn themselves alive, but I want people to stand up and tell the truth and stand against this, this evil empire. Next, we have Misty in Kansas. Misty, thank you for the call. Hello. Yes, you're on, Misty. Oh, okay. Uh, one thing. Oh, I love the testifying on this show today. Truly do. It's always good to testify, isn't it? What specifically? She means to tell the truth, right? Yeah. I mean, testify what went on in your life. And anyway, okay, my question is about all this and the gentleman who sacrificed his life there is documentation that he had orders that he was going to go uh, drop bombs on Palestine if anybody has researched this more but I want to go back to us as well and we've got open borders. We've got how many military-aged men coming in. There you go. And wait a minute. And uh, they want to build a wall. Okay. I'm sure y'all have watched the movie Escape from New York. Could this be part of the plan? You can discuss it. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's been talked about for decades about building a wall to keep us in. It hasn't happened. They haven't even had a wall to keep anybody out. So. Oh, they're they're bringing America to its knees, like Roger Laundrie loves to say, and you can only do that when you bring the cowboys of America to their knees because there's too many people with guns. They can't do that. So you just leave the borders open, and then you encourage Mexico, China, different places like that all over the world with, as you said, middle-aged people, single, right? Oh, yeah, with, with the te- you know, and then to piss the American people off even more, treat them better than, than the American population. Give them credit cards, give, give them uh, food stamps. They're already in the Walmart right next to, to our place. Oh, America's so it's great. Thank you face. so much. Yeah, it's in our face that this occupational government is our enemy. They are actively seeking to destroy us. I completely agree with that. Okay. And, hey, thanks very much for the call, Misty. Uh, Next up, I have Reb in Colorado. Reb, thanks for joining us. I've got more people in Texas. We're getting ready. 
I U.S. Pentagon first team Bubba Scout Reb. It's the law, and we're the first one for one zero nine three six four six one zero seven six. Say hi from Texas. Bang bang. You're supposed to say hi. We got people on the phone. But anyway, nope. we're going to do our job for America. If anyone wants to get in the way, go for it. There ain't going to be no wall. There ain't going to be nobody coming across. There ain't going to be nobody in 10 federal regions. ain't going to be nobody dealing dope from these governors. ain't going to be nobody telling us the U.N. and all that crap. They're done. The United States of America. Everybody scream USA, Bubba Scout, Rev. Bubba Seven zero three six nine seven nine one two one. I call them every day, and they're not going to leave us abandoned in our country. And this ain't Vietnam where you burn yourself like a damn Buddhist monk. You pour the gasoline and white phosphorus on the enemy. That's the only right way. Anyone who does that is a traitor and a coward. And you stand up for America. You go get them. And these truckers with the ain't going to deliver. I will tell you where you're going to deliver. You're going to the border. And everybody's going to go. And we're going to shut it down with the law. 109-3646-1076. Unless you're a traitor. Unless you're a lowlife. Unless you've got double ideas about America. Then get in the way. You're allowed to protest. We're bringing everything Free Corps has. Look it up. Fort Riley. Fort... Carson, Fort Hood, Texas. We're going. We're shutting it down. We're taking the governors. I, I talked to the IRS. They're my only buddies because they're the only ones that don't steal from me. I'm telling you the facts. 100% U.S. Army Service Connect Priority Group 1, 100% Army Medical Retire and Permanent. And that was from the Secretary of the Army. We're ready to go. 703-697-9121. And Mike will give it out on the website. 703-697-9121. Some of the hosts says, why aren't you doing it? Because they're traitors in the Pentagon. And we're going to round them up, too. We know where they are. We found them all. And this was all turned over to the top levels. Judge Advocate General, Joint Chief. So the Congress can get in the way. We don't care. This is the USA. We stand for victory and nothing less. And we're in the bunker because we're civilians. And the first time in history, civilians have ever gotten around the damn Justice Department. Uh, Stephen, can I yeah. can I jump in here for a second? Yeah, to, to yeah, talk yeah. To the Go ahead. I yes, and and let me say that we are meeting regularly, groups of people in real life, and getting together to try to have some contingencies too. And yeah, please go ahead, Luke. No, I I don't understand. Uh, the, this anger is great, okay? But why not two years ago? Why not the day it happened? Why not when 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 the guy on horseback was was caught whipping? Oh, yeah, sure, he was whipping him. Yeah, right. He wasn't whipping anybody. Okay, you know right away, the first, second, the second time, the second day the border was open with, with, with Kamala Harris laughing at the border, the border, we go to the border. You knew what the agenda was. Why didn't, why, why wasn't the anger then? Now it's too late, pretty much. There's over six million people that they let in, and they're treating them better than us. Figure that. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, it's infuriating. I agree. Ten grand on a debit card. Let me toss it to you, Paul. 
Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think about that? I mean, everybody's mad, but and people, truckers were going Dude, to was, the border, the, but, you know. the Gracia rallies in the 90s, man, 2000s, like, I, this has been a topic of mine for, forever. My dad came here legally. I have no, I have no time for anybody that you know jumps the line and breaks in here. I want to kick everybody that that the f out of here. My solution is to take everybody up in a C one thirty, give them a parachute, and say, next time, no parachute, don't come back. I got a better okay? idea. I got a better idea, guys. You know what you do? You put alligators in the water. <laughs> you yeah. don't have to have anybody any problem with anybody on either side. The alligators will take care of the problem. You leave them there. And they'll have a home there. Problem solved. I was going to say, first, we've got to cut off the money because all this money is going to the U.N. And yeah, all the money's going to the U.N. And they're sending it, giving it to them in Panama as they come up through here. The NGOs have the invasion routes mapped out. This is a military invasion. Yeah, the government's in on it, too. Everybody's in on it. Everybody's making money. All these assholes. Yeah, Catholic Church, yes, sir, very much so. All these NGOs. And it's human trafficking. I mean, we are putting up with evil that we just couldn't. I I think the judgment's coming. It's disgusting. Yeah, and and they're still ripping babies apart and selling the parts of them. They've been doing that since 73. I mean, there's going to be a judgment on this country, man. We have let it descend into morass. Whose father started Planned Parenthood? Uh, Bill Gates' father, was it, that started Planned Parenthood? I think so. I I don't mean, you know, everything's connected. Everybody is connected. Always the same, the same, uh, the usual suspects, I guess you would say. Yeah. And and I just don't see, I, with all due respect, I don't see any solution by voting for someone. Things may uh, change a little bit, but no. there's no way to vote our way out of this. We have to, like I say, find a whole different way to live. The way you were talking about, or we, I don't, I don't think it was you that brought it up, but homesteading and. Uh, living away from this system we don't need them they need us they have us fooled into thinking that we need government that we need their uh money to survive yeah that was one of christ's big crimes was he said you know the sparrow in the field is he buy and sell is he okay and turning turn the money tables over to a lot of people want the a uh, spear of destiny or, or a piece of the cross. I want that whip. Yeah. Let's take that whip to these guys. That's what I say. And, and, and I don't know how it will happen, but I do know that people are waking up. I see it every time I attend an event at the Dixie Republic. A lot of the same people come back and, and the light is on in their eyes. Okay. You, you, a lot of times when I'm out in public, it's like people, especially when they were wearing their masks, you know, their eyes were just dead and they just looked downtrodden and like they were just beaten. And I, I don't want to see people like that. But I go to the Dixie Republic. People meet me uh, eye to eye. We have real conversations. We ha- talk about actual history and make plans for the future. These people, they are just... 
I like the way this guy who uh, comes on says this word. I'm not trying to uh, make fun of his accent because I would probably sound silly speaking his language, but he says they are as stupid. And they are. They're stupid. They do things that harm them and someone else. That's really the definition to me of stupid is if you do something and you hurt yourself and somebody else. It doesn't make sense. It's just they want to destroy and then profit from the descent as we're falling down. And I do think it's really coming soon. The fact that they've been selling everything, all of the insiders, is one thing that something big I do believe is going to happen in the very near future, you guys. Do you do you feel that kind of impending thing that something is going to flip soon? You know what? They have practice um, selling their mother or making money on their next-door neighbor. Remember on 9-11, I think it's called put options. You make money when you know mm-hmm. that a stock is going to drop. American Airlines and United Airlines made United. so much money on that because everybody, foreknowledge of 9-11, okay? That's how you make money. I beg your pardon? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just watching a, um, a clip from a, a Bug's Life, it's called. Uh, <laughs> you, let, you let one ant stand up to us, and they might all stand up. You know, those puny little ants outnumber us 100 to 1. If we let them <laughs> uh-huh. figure out that, that, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping the ants in line. Absolutely. I love that clip, Luca. We do have another caller, David in San Francisco. David, thank you for the call, sir. Oh, yeah, howdy. You know, it's funny. Uh, I heard you talking about the uh, money changers and the whole concept of money. <clears throat> I, I learned uh, years and years ago about the ancient three estates. You know, the the way that uh, the little people were kept in line were by the ancient three estates. That it was the king, the military, and the church. And they each had their different types of propaganda. And they, uh, you know, so the, the church will whip you in line. They'll will burn you as a witch or whatever as uh, if you don't obey their laws. The military will just beat the hell out of you or kill you. And then the king was usually seen as uh, an economic power. And that everybody was born into these three different types of of propaganda. And each of the different types of propaganda had their, uh, their stupidity to it. But the average person had no way of competing against it. And uh, so it's um, a, a trap that we're born into, and we have to figure out ways of, of being able to buck the system without getting killed. And it's, uh, it's yeah. an interesting problem that everybody's gone through for centuries. Yes, sir, I agree with you there. It, sometimes it seems to me that Moses came down from Sinai with the rules for fractional reserve banking, the way things go. But that's a whole other matter, you know. But l- l- let me let my guests respond to you, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Paul. Yo. Is it- Is a question? Well, just about the ancient three estates, yeah. Uh, you know, nothing has changed. There's nothing new under the sun. Um, church does not equal God, and God does not, you know, equal the, the filth that's become, you know, in his name. Um, yeah, I think uh, what's coming after the, the ninth chapter in Revelation, the cleansing, 
Our children will see the thousand years of peace, man. I believe that in my heart. I believe I'll be able to see it in my lifetime because we're that close. And we're approaching the days of well, Noah. It's interesting you say that because, in a way, uh, you know, the, the fakeness of the money, uh, I don't know if you're familiar, before World War II, uh, it, Germany went through a hyperinflation where the money was just so totally phony that, uh, you know, you... A postage stamp went from pennies, which were pennies, basically, all the way up to as, as high as four billion uh, Deutschmarks, just to send a stamp across town, and uh, or to send a letter across town. So, you know, the price of bread, the price of housing, the price of anything, uh, got so phony that people had to figure out uh, another way of of surviving. And, you know, they unfortunately didn't abandon uh, the money system entirely, and they ended up with Hitler. But there are various places uh, here in the United States, uh, you know, we're going through a a modest inflation. But down in, uh, I think, uh, is it Argentina right now has been as high as 2,000 percent? And if I remember (laughs) right, uh, yeah. So we we've got to figure ways of bucking the system and uh, and using truth as a, a a basis for reality. Well, I I was with you until you said, well, they ended up with Hitler, uh, Hitler and the economic miracle that freed Germany. You mean or what? Uh, we're 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 talking the economic miracle. The he he took Germany off the Rothschild gold standard. He made a new currency. He frees Germany. Austria follows suit. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not following anymore. But anyway, I, I understand what he's saying. Yeah, and the usury was gone, so the money was based on the labor of the people. It made sense. Unbelievable. I don't, and that's the closest political kind of solution I can see. But even there, I politics. I don't. Don't see as being able to fix it, but that makes a lot more sense, and it is not allowed to exist. It, it, that miracle was destroyed. It was holocausted in Dresden, and then uh, Gaddafi tried to do similar things for his people in North Africa with the gold dinar. Well, we know what happened to him. Yes, that's go good, ahead. That's sir. another show. <laughs> yeah, but what I said, you, Stephen, it's really important about peacemaking. Can I just say it really quickly? Yes, please, uh, go ahead. Pe- peacemaking doesn't mean passivity, okay? It doesn't mean being passive. It means it's the inter... It's so well put. It's the act of interrupting justice without mirroring the injustice. It's act- It's the act of disarming evil without destroying the evildoer. The act of finding a third way, which is neither fight nor flight, like the caller was saying but the careful, arduous pursuit of reconciliation and justice. If the two parties feel guilty about what what the problem was, that's no problem. But uh, if there's no reconciliation, there's no hope. Amen. I I agree. That is kind of what I'm trying to say when I say that they are waging war by means of deception, and and the thought criminals have to wage peace by way of the truth. And and it sounds simplistic, but I believe it, and I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can, and I really appreciate everyone for calling. Thank you so much, Paul, for joining me. Uh, This was terrific. I hope you will uh, come back on on RBN in the future some. Uh, I know other uh, hosts would probably like 
interview some, and I look forward to hearing your music. One more time, tell folks where they can locate your music, please. Well, for now, just uh, PokerFace.com. We will rebuild the site in the future. Terrific. And there's some on YouTube uh, as well as uh, Spotify now, all right? Yeah, all the uh, all the usuals where you can download music. All right. Thanks again, folks. Right, thank you, I will be back. I'll be back tomorrow night, and I know I will have Mike Getty. I'm not sure who else uh, to fill in for the Roundtable Friday. And I'll be commending Thought Crime Saturday morning, RBN. I love y'all. A thought crime a day helps keep tyranny at bay. Y'all be good to each other. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.